Welcome to A House in the Air, a podcast of testimonies from people living in unconventional homes. Their stories wave together the hopes and struggles to find financial stability and freedom in the land of the American dream. I'm your host, Paola Escobar. This is our third episode, and our guest is Jim. There you go. For how long have you lived in this RV? Almost six months. Well, you need more than that? <laughs> no, you you qualify. <laughs> do you like living in, in... Do I what? Like living in the RV. I, I do. I mean, there's there's issues. Uh, things are a little tight, you know. It's You can't find places to put things. If you want to set something down, you have to move something. There isn't a lot of horizontal space and I bang into things in the bathroom and moving around the bed in the bedrooms kind of tight you know it's it's um a little smaller a little more cramped than I would like but this is a fairly large trailer so I'm lucky to have what I have definitely what are some of the advantages that you have well at first absolutely it's financial uh you know to live I consider this a one-bedroom apartment, and to have a one-bedroom apartment in this town would probably cost, you know, five or six hundred dollars more a month, you know, especially with utilities. Uh, and I like the the privacy of it, you know. There, it's uh, it's fairly quiet, and and it's not like you share walls with other people. Um, <laughs> I can hear the the boy next door when he runs, you know, it vibrates my trailer. <laughs> and sometimes I think he's in the trailer, but it's it's there's a certain amount of privacy and quiet and and uh, we're far enough away from the freeway. It's it's fairly peaceful. Yeah. And the neighbors, I like the neighbors, you know. Uh, it's been winter, so we haven't been interacting much, but it's you know, because of my daughter and son-in-law who lived here before I did got to know you people you people are we keeping this secret no 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 we can be <laughs> open about <laughs> and and uh, and so it's nice to, to you know know a few people at least fairly well feels comfortable nice what are some of the disadvantages disadvantages as i mentioned the the kind Size. of cramped quarters sometimes um Right now in the winter, the, you know, the trailer's not very well, well insulated, so I don't run the heat at night, and it's very cold in the morning when I get up, you know, but I've got heaters to warm it up. It just takes a while. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, you know, you got to dump the tank every now and then. Um, so you, how do you do that? I, I don't know. Mine goes directly to the... Oh, you don't have it open all the time? I don't have to, uh, a tank. Oh, it's just a, a, okay, so everything just goes straight up, mm -hmm. all right. Um, there's just a lever outside under the trailer that, you know, when things get full, and I won't go into how you know that, but you go out there and you and you pull a lever and let it all go through, and a lot of times it doesn't go out so easily, so you might have to back flush it or run some more water through there, that sort of thing. There's a, uh, a hookup uh, with a hose that actually sprays water into the tank, that you can turn that on while you're draining it. Um, it works pretty well. But yeah, you can't leave it run full time with the tank. Otherwise, there are issues I won't go into. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? Go. I, I want to hear about the real issues. Well, I, I learned this from next door. Mm -hmm. The poop pyramid, mm -hmm. they call it. Which is, if your tank is just... If the liquid in your tank is running out continuously, mm -hmm. if you keep that valve open, the poop doesn't. 
it just piles up in a pyramid uh, and kind of gets hard and then it's really hard to get out of there. So it. you have to shut the valve and let the tank fill up with liquid as you do that so that it will all hopefully go out when you do. So Got it. You know. That was good. The yeah, I learned that phrase, the poop pyramid. Good. That's good information. Uh, uh, what else? Drawbacks? Gosh, not many. I mean, uh, I I lived closer to town previously, which, you know, it, it, you're kind of isolated out here, even though it's very quick on the freeway. It, it's, uh, it's not quite like the way it used to be. It, you feel a little isolated, but that's good and, and bad at the same time. In what way? Um, well, it, it, right now we've got the COVID thing going on. So getting out and, and going to, let's say, a wine bar or something like that is not really something anyone is doing. Well, I guess some people are. But uh, that's something that I used to do when I used to live in this town I, yeah, quite a bit. It's probably good that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's very expensive, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's it, social-wise, you're kind of isolated, uh, which is good and bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other drawbacks. I'm sure if I dwelled on it long enough, I would. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, those are yeah. the. I oh, in, in terms, it's just like a. Well, I I like having my own laundry in my own place. So having a have to use the, the uh, group laundromat down there is a little. I don't know. It wears me out. You know, to make three or four trips down there and shoot an afternoon doing that somehow. It's I'm, a nightmare. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I know it's horrible. <laughs> It's horrible. I hate it. And I don't iron my clothes. I don't do anything like that. I mm -hmm. stick them out of the dryer and spread them out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Share with us a little bit about like how was the process of making the decision of uh, living here? To being here? Um, my life sort of led me to needing this at the time that it became available, I would say. Uh, just, uh, you know, my... My daughter and her family had the trailer. They own it. They were living here before I was, and they decided to get a house, and that was right about the time that I needed to move back to this area. I was I was taking care of my mother, and, and that had reached its its limits at that point. It was, it was time for me to change my life, at least the area, and, and get near my, my daughter and her kids. Um, so... Yeah, it, it kind of worked out. You know, I don't know if one thing influenced the other, but the timing of it worked out very well. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do when I came back to town. I was going to live in extended stay, maybe, you know, which probably would have cost sixteen or seventeen or two thousand a month, you know. And uh, while I tried to find enough employment to afford an apartment, that kind of thing, I was, I didn't really know what I was going to do. You know, I was just going to do it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this opened up so at, the, at the right time. Um, they'd had a smaller trailer before, and and so the bigger one made it seem a lot nicer. Yeah, <laughs> it was easier to make that decision. Right, right, right. I remember the older one. Yeah. Soon, do you see yourself transitioning to traditional? Th that's interesting. Um, I wouldn't unless I started making a lot more money per month, or suddenly came into some money because. I couldn't afford that. Um, I don't really like roommates, so so you know, sharing an apartment with somebody to cut the cost is not really high on my list. Um, I don't see living in a trailer forever, but for right now, I'm not in a big hurry to make a change. Mm -hmm. 
so you have lived lived here in your abbey only for six months so you have only parked your rv in in an rv park yes yes <laughs> i'm like nodding and I, that won't pick up on your audio um and and we don't have a way to move this without hiring somebody to do it i don't know if you're in the same situation yes i'm in the same situation yeah. yes but would you do you know any other uh places where you better park it or you would like park it better than here uh, no actually um I don't think there is a, a park closer to the main part of town, right? Is there? Um, and certainly, you know, it would be more expensive if there was. And the farther you get out of town, I mean, the the lower the price goes down, the farther you get away from town, which which I still want to be plugged into. I don't want to live out in the wilderness, at least at this point. Uh, it's nice to have some social life, <laughs> at least up here. He's pointing at his head. <laughs> You know, it could happen. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One night I'm going to go to a bar yeah. on town. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, uh, I was talking to somebody, uh, it doesn't even matter who, but they had lived, uh, had a trailer near the beach at one point. That sounds really nice, um, but, you know, obviously a lot more expensive. So, And, and for now, I'm, I'm near my family, my, my daughter and her family. So, yeah, I, I don't see going farther away well you have grandkids for long yes yeah they are fairly tiny <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah i got a few years with them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so what are the things that you like about the this park where you are living right now what are the things about the rb park that you enjoy i've never lived in another one so i don't have anything to compare it to mm -hmm. but you're pretty much left to yourself here you're not bothered by anyone or anything and i like my neighbors you know they're all nice the ones i know and even the ones i don't know are quiet and, and don't bother me um i like the facilities here as, as far as even though a laundromat is a hassle having one is is necessary and it's good and it works most of the time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and i like having the pool and especially the jacuzzi handy mm -hmm. that's really nice um I'm I'm trying to get back into running, so I'm doing that every now and then. And uh, the uh, recreation area is handy down there, or the lake up here, if I want to go that far. Uh, the back gate has proved to be frustrating, though. Uh, it'll be open, and then it won't be open, or it'll be open, and I'll go out, and they'll close it and lock it. I know. I had to climb the fence once to get back. Really? <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I got to go half a mile back yes, around. Yes, you know? yes, so, yes, 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 And, uh, you know, uh, well, I'll say it, Lauren and Shep. Which are Jim's daughter and his stepson, my neighbors that used to live in the space where now Jim lives. They they thought they that it was like always open because they would go for walks out. It there was always open before. So it's changed. It's recently. Okay. It's recent that they have yeah. sometimes closed it. Yeah. We should all ask to, to keep it maybe open. Maybe there was some thievery or something. I don't know, but yeah, that's annoying. But closing at night, closing it at night, I think it, it's oh, it's good. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. open oh, yeah. it during the day, please, and yeah. leave it open. Yeah, I think the only time they open it now is when the guy needs to run the tractor out there or something, but. Yeah, I've almost given up on going that way because it's always locked when I go down there, so I can mm -hmm. go up this way. Right. Um, but it's a nice facility, kept up pretty well. What about uh, any challenges you have you has you have faced here? In the the leaves. 
The leaf. Well, how can we delete this one tree right here yeah. puts out a lot of leaves. In fact, they all haven't fallen. I don't know whether those are going to stay on it mm-hmm. for the next year. But uh, yeah, the, it was. It's been about four months of leaves in the six months I've been here. You know, mm-hmm. coming and going and building up, and mm-hmm. I have that little fence around there that they like to collect in, and mm-hmm. um, that's yeah, that's no big deal. But mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. it's something. Uh, what else? Challenges, challenges. Nah, I think that's about it. Except for the tightness of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you were gonna dream like the ideal place where you could park your art, your RV, okay, where that be? Huh. Where would that be? Um. Wow. I mean, if you could have anything, you you'd obviously would want, you know, beautiful scenery. Uh, no diesel trucks nearby uh, <laughs> although they aren't bad you know i i know when it's 5 a.m because they all start up their engines they must be on a schedule that they have to mm-hmm. get going at five um yeah sure it'd be nice to have a have a, you know rolling green hills and snow-top mountains or the ocean or both or, <laughs> you know a winery right next door you know? <laughs> but uh yeah i don't think there's much else I would need beyond that before moving to this RV did you ever thought about like uh, living in an alternative housing situation that's interesting because uh I'll say her name again Lauren his daughter actually before they got their trailer and certainly during that they were all about tiny houses they thought that was such a cool idea and I was never a fan of that I mean They just looked really small, and and this isn't that small, but it's still, as I said, I'm banging into things. It's it's a little more cramped than I would like. So, no, I didn't think that that was a good idea. Uh, I'd envision the cost of living being a good thing and having a trailer or a motor home and being able to park in a park and, you know, keep expenses down. But that lifestyle, no, I hadn't really thought of it, you know. Uh, on the flip side, it would be nice to like have a motor home and be touring the United States, that, that kind of thing. Be that kind of free. But uh, actually living in one was never a high point for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was the same for me when yeah. I when before getting, I mean, going serious about going. For that, I was dreaming with tiny houses for a while. Yeah. As soon as I get to know about them I was like that is the thing for me you yeah. know like and after being in a tight space is it still um I'm happy with my airstream right now uh maybe one day uh, I'll switch to a tiny house yeah I don't know which would be bigger or smaller than what you have I guess it depends on the tiny house it depends on the tiny house yeah, yeah. it would depend on many things but but this is this is my interview but do you see yourself moving into regular housing again um not that much really um um i think i wanna go to colombia eventually and over there i wanna build a house there mm-hmm. but um something really changed uh inside myself when i lived in this experience and definitely it's gonna be a tiny house i mean oh, a small okay. house okay. i don't know as i don't think it's gonna be a a house on wheels because in my country People are very mischievous, and they it's they might if, steal it. Yeah, if it has wheels, they will find a way to. Oh, 
haul it off. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, but even if it's like a house attached to a land, yeah, I yeah. imagine it to be like very, I mean, very small, and maybe the house very small, but on the side a big dance room. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. See, you have dreams. <laughs> so that would be a way in which I can move or. If I get a partner and we want to move together, uh, then the housing situation would... It's always a compromise it's, then. It's, yeah. It would be <laughs> difficult. At least in my Airstream, yeah. it wouldn't be possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, there was three of you living there for a while, right? Yeah, we were three. Now we are two and it's good. I think we are, we're fine about space. But if I was with someone... We wouldn't be fine, you right, know, like we right. wouldn't fit. So. And how about you? If you came to some money, would your picture of the future change? Um, I would probably buy if I would have money. Yeah, like you could own your yeah. own estate with its own dance facility. Right. <laughs> I may buy a house or a place or more like a land, and I would like to have a tiny house and a studio. <laughs> <laughs> like your tight space <laughs> no and actually if i would i i would invite you and uh, and david and everyone and to live there you just move all the exactly let's the move all of our trailers <laughs> there and i would make it very nice for all of us <laughs> all right i like that <laughs> yeah let me know when the when the ship comes in uh, yeah <laughs> oh, yeah we got off the topic are you did you ask no me? i think this is all the oh, this okay. is all the questions i have okay and no, I think all of this is part of the. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I hope you get enough people to to re repond, respond so that you can. Yeah. Make a good. And and what do you intend to do with it? I mean, is it? I don't know. And as you know, this became a podcast. Thank you for being with us in our third episode. A house in the air is made by me, your host Paola Escobar, with Martina Jordan's music. Mm -hmm.